Welcome to Why Sets in AEW podcast. You suck and that's sad. I'm here with Matt and TK. Hey, let's start again. I blew that, you guys. <laughs> See, I was so busy biting my tongue to not say something Kanye related that I didn't say anything. So. Oh, hello. Rolling hey. intro in five. <laughs> Four. Three. Uh-oh, hold on, my wife's calling. How's uh, life lifeline? What's up? Uh okay. Hello and welcome to Matt making weird things with his tongue. That's the name and of the show. Are... <laughs> and we're wise sets. An AEW podcast. You suck in that sad. I'm it here is. with, as you know, Matt. Hey, buddy. And our resident TK. Hello, everybody. And we're here to talk about the latest Dynamite and a little bit of the di- Dynamite a week ago because we had to t- take off for Thanksgiving. And we're going to go over some other stuff in the meantime. And we would like to start with dynamite and matt what was your first ranking for the first match of this week's dynamite first ranking am i ranking the matches always oh boy all right always forever since last week i like it you know when i thought about that first match dynamite I don't recall off the top of my head which one it was. We opened with the confrontation between Mox and uh, Westworld Adam Page, right? Yeah. what we opened with. I liked that segment. I liked it a lot. And I'm not crazy about either of those guys. And I still don't think Westworld Adam Page, when he was talking, uh, sounded that great. But you know what? He he at least like was aggressive and right up in Mox's face, and it was mostly just uh, pushing and shoving. And hey, as you said, I'm not good with that. And that always works. It's tough to screw that up. The story's as old as time, which means that you know it's pretty good, especially in a company that doesn't always do that. They had people run out and break things up, so it it seemed you know more real than when people are coming out with chainsaws and like hot pokers and stabbing each other and. You know, no one even bats an eye at it. Like, someone's being brutally murdered on the ramp, and, oh, security's eating a taco bowl. Like, so that was fun. And then they carried it on later to the show, and in doing so, justified the whole Regal MJF segment later. Because otherwise, I'd be sitting here saying, are you telling me John Moxley just stared at Regal after telling him to walk a week ago? So, you know, the story was good, and it helped make things make more sense and that was kind of a theme of this dynamite seemed that there's a bit more care of making things make a little more sense yeah finally it feels like the next segment of okay we're at the next uh who who are they gonna push what's gonna happen for the next x amount of months instead of everything's the same yeah it's it's like the the scramble like you could feel the the strain on the story threads caused by the brawl out incident uh, is loosened a little bit. They got yeah. to the next pay-per-view and it was kind of ugly, but now that they're there, 
they got a reset and they can do things and stuff. Yeah, things and, and stuff. It's a theme. It almost feels like this should have been the dynamite last week. It does. Yeah. Like, we fit, the pay-per-view was over. The fuse were over. We're moving. We're progressing forward outside of the trios thing. But we're progressing forward with a lot of the feuds. And for Adam Page to come back and for him to go against Mox, that was fun. And I want to yeah, see more of that, where we're going with that. Yeah, that Get him out good. of the title picture. Yeah. Does not need a title, which is cool. Which is cool. They can both be in the semi-main event, mid-card, open the match. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. And, like, I'm excited for where we're going with that. And then the, the first match was the Brian match, right? It was Brian Dax? I think that it might have been. That was it the was the first, first match. match, yes. Okay. <laughs> and boy, oh boy, did what my <laughs> boner appear. It just went boom. One second I was flaccid. The next second I was rock hard, which is really awkward because I was rocking my child when I was watching it. And, you know, it, it well, not even a Patreon tier. Nothing inappropriate happened. But it was uncomfortable for both of us. And it, it didn't matter. I said, stop your crying because I'm watching just pure amazing wrestling. And it was great. It simultaneously felt shorter than it was and longer than it was because they told a tight story in 15 minutes. Yeah. And every bit of it made sense and every bit of it was smooth. And they even were like, hey, Matt, I hear you don't like the strong style kind of stuff. Well, let us show you that we, you do when it's not delivered stupid as hell. <laughs> um, they didn't do too much of it. They didn't just like stand and wait for each other to, to hit each other. They clearly wanted to hit each other for real very hard and they took turns doing it, but it looked like a struggle and each one sold it a little bit and then boom, as soon as he could, he'd get the next one in. They had a few no-sell moments, but then they really did the whole, well, it was a last minute rush of adrenaline, but as soon as they get the next move out, they're dead. So like it followed the kayfabe rules for when you do that. And then they still sold it like it hurt. It just, they would pop back up and rah. Nothing was incredibly stupid. There was a uh, super brain buster spot or something off the top rope that looked a little cooperate Yeah. Uh, I would have preferred that Dax stayed on the second rope there. But, <laughs> you know, both of them, if you took both of them and lobotomized them, they'd still know more about wrestling than the three of us combined. So respect to where it's at. <laughs> I loved the match, and I gave it four and a half hearts. Nice. That was better than any of the pay-per-view matches. Yeah. To be fair, it was a cold match entirely, so it should have been a four, which is like normally where I try to cap matches that are really cold and don't need to happen. But even the little story touch at the end where Dax is salty because he lost, but not Yeah, but he still turned around with the handshake. Yeah. That was great. And just both of those guys, from the time they come out of the (laughs) ramp, their faces, they're telling a story. They're selling every bit of it. Like, this is a real match. Like, Dax was confident, but you can kind of see, like, oh, this is big. The guy I'm fighting is big. And, like, oh, I don't know. And it's in contrast to the way he normally comes out, where he's kind of like, well, I respect you, but I'm better than you, and I'm above you. Yeah, just every bit of it, man. These guys love what they're doing, and they know what they're doing. And watching it reminds me why I love what they do. And a little bit before last week when they set up the match, he's just like, I want to fight the best in the world. Like that's the buildup for it. Yeah, you don't you even really like don't need anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like 
here's the build up, but then you get a four four point five match. I'll watch Brian match. wrestle anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Give him but fifteen you, minutes against anybody on the roster and it's probably gonna be semi good. But you knew DBD and Dax like ugh. Kind of leaves you wanting more. Yeah. Yeah. With something more on the line too. To just give it a little bit more, which we could get. We just have um, to wait. And then I also figured DBD would win, but there was that seed where like DBD is about as giving a star as has ever existed. Yeah. And he you never, know he respects yeah. Dax. And it could have worked, but then by the end of the episode, it kind of suggests that DBD is going to be in the main title picture coming up eventually. Whether it's not for this next feud, I think that things are pointing to him having real beef with MJF, and I don't know how long it takes to get there, but yeah, you probably don't need DBD losing. He's already taken a lot of a lot of pins in the last couple months. I kind of feel yeah. like we got Eddie coming into the title picture for a minute. I feel I feel like it's going to be the younger guys, yeah, the the newer, the AEW homegrown, or not the people that have been in the business for twenty years. Well, Eddie's been there. He's not homegrown, but he's been in the business for a long time. Eddie, Ricky Starks, like they're going to start like Wardlow over Samoa Joe type of thing. Well, Wardlow Samoa Joe, I I want more of that. We'll get to that soon enough. Oh boy, but uh, so yeah, we got that match through. Uh, we had Moxley and uh, Westworld Adam Page in the back after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second, the second that. segment. And then Wop. we had Renee with Claudio and Yuta with, <laughs> with the Jericho Appreciation Society. Oh, that's a pretty good. Um, no, Mike I like there. this hat. <laughs> that was that. I mean, that was fun. It was stupid. Uh, but yeah, Magic Mike, I, I forget how he just like interrupted her in the opening and just started rambling, but it was cracking me up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fun. Yeah, that's sports like my hat. <laughs> yeah, and Hagar's hat thing. like Pulls out another hat. Like, that was good. That was gold. Well, he gave the hat to Claudio, who yeah, threw it on the ground, knocked his chair down, but as he walked away, they didn't really show it. But he grabbed the hat because it was not there on the ground when whenever they panned back to Yuta. So that Claudio grabbed also, that hat. Uh, it also like reminded me like, geez, like you so you watch Claudio all the time, and it's just like WWE was just really stupid for never putting a major belt on him. But then yeah. you hear then you hear him talk in that segment, it's like, oh yeah, that's why. That's, that's they, they put him with Paul Heyman and gave him tag titles. Yeah, well, tag titles that was great. The bar really worked, and yes, yeah. you you put Paul Heyman there, and you could do anything with Claudio. Probably he also kind of seems like too nice of a guy to ever the, do the big. But that, that was a pretty good tag team. The Un-Americans. It was it was yeah. Hager and Claudio and Dutch. Which I think they're trying to pull back together, and that also draws draws back to Dynamite from last week, where Claudio wants to world championship for the ring of honor or he wants a title match for it but if he loses he has to join the jas so i think, I think he's losing that'd be pretty funny oh he's totally gonna lose yeah he, he, yeah <laughs> that'd be that'd be funny to watch swiss man try to be all beefy in the jas by taking direction from 
Maybe they were oh, like, well, you know what, Mr. Hardy, uh, we really like what you're doing with this storyline where you're in a faction you don't want to be in and you're kind of fucking off on dark. It's really working. Oh, great. So am I going to be on dynamite with this? No, we're going to do the same thing because you're you're going to be yeah. Claudio. Yeah. <laughs> Claudio is going to be. Oh, man. Yeah. I do see that. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, it. I mean, it's not even a criticism. It, it kind of works. You can do it two different ways but similar and you don't know if it's going to happen and that's that's what you want you want it so like you know if jericho wins jericho wins and now claudio is there but if jericho loses you get your champ back either either outcome is exciting you could see yeah. either happening and you could do things either way and that's good that's good writing that's yeah, good booking give me one of them just don't extend it forever and forever yeah. and then we're six months away and then yeah. we can move away from the ring of honor on our AEW. Please, yeah, I, man, get a show, you guys. That, that's what yeah, we need a, to do. They had a Tuesday weekly show that they filmed before or after Rampage and showed us on Tuesday. I'd be in heaven. Yeah, yeah, but that's like that's where we are with that whole thing. Like we just need to get through it. Yeah, for sure. Well, no, in my match... fantasy world, where CM Punk comes back and uh, and takes over Ring of Honor. And is the more serious promotion uh, where AEW retains its modern indie feel and everybody gets the best of both worlds. And then they feud and like and, and you know, because if I was a billionaire dweeb that was Flexo's age rather than a regular dweeb who's Flexo's age and I had a <laughs> wrestling company, one of my first things, like the thing that really turned me off and and stabbed my initial bout of wrestling in addition to like going off to college and not having time it was how fucked up and bad the whole invasion thing was it was like the oh, heights of like holy shit wcw was bought final nitro is one of the craziest most surreal things i've ever seen this is yeah. the most excited i've ever been and then they and there's real reasons like we know now like the contracts were a mess a lot of guys chose to stay home the networks didn't want them to rename smackdown wcw like there's reasons it was as shitty as it was, but just that disappointment at that point of time was just like, okay, now I'm seeing the same old shit I used to see, except now like losers from WCW are interrupting my my Raw and my SmackDown. <laughs> like this is worse than it would be if everybody was just gone. Like, great, awesome, okay. But uh, that's maybe what he's going to do. Maybe he's going to try to have his own invasion with his own promotions and what it feels like right now and i don't like it yeah it feels like and they're not trying to it feels like you're being invaded but no one's no one's pointing it out it's they've like, already hey, been I'm ring of honor Grr, and they've already like, been yeah, invaded yeah. they just yeah. didn't realize it <laughs> next thing you know aw is just aew dark and elevation dynamite yeah. and rampage or ring of honor <laughs> and ring of honor dynamite <laughs> ring of dynamite and it was all it was all Jericho's maneuvering. Like, and then we all woke up and it was just a dream. A very, very crazy fever dream. <laughs> in reality, Vince McMahon's still in charge of WWE, and that's all there is. And it's yeah. worse, it's worse <laughs> than it is now. Vince Raw is now five GCW. hours long. <laughs> SmackDown is six hours long. No, Vince buys GCW. <laughs> oh. GCW. Oh. If he can't oh, have sports please. entertainment, he'll buy the most violent wrestling companies and just make <laughs> the most violent wrestling. He'll buy it, and then he'll call Paul Heyman at like four in the morning and be like, Heyman, I just had an incredible idea. I'm going to rename it 
ECW Extreme Championship Wrestling. And like, are, are, are you ribbing me? Are you ribbing me, boss? Didn't, didn't what the fuck are you talking about? No, it's a brilliant idea. <laughs> no one's ever had it before. <laughs> and I'll get an Arab named Sabu. And he hangs up on him. Hey, man, Sabu is great. It was great. Yeah, this is is great he's still alive <laughs> so that was the first 30 minutes of dynamite today or yesterday well uh, and, and, but we didn't talk about mjf and regal what happened well that was the first 30 minutes because that didn't happen in the first 30 minutes do it they did sure. not i bet you this guy's looking at notes right now so he can school each of us on what happened and when it happened who me yeah yeah i am yeah and uh, next thing is next thing up is AEW TNT title Samoa Joe versus oh. AR Fox. <laughs> oh, you're itching, Matt. You look like you're itching for this. I one. liked it. I had fun. No, I mean, I, I, I really liked it. See, AR Fox is like you know indie rific flippy guy, but the match was laid out like it should be. The aerobic flippy guy was wrestling the big guy like he should. Yeah, you didn't just like have AR guy. Fox just like randomly start trading blows with this guy that could break him in not. half. He couldn't Everything that. made sense. I love Joe's little nope spots where he just I rolls love the away nope casually. Spots. Yeah, like the, the wily veteran. Like it just everything about it worked. I had a little bit of problems with the afterwards, but for me, the match was a lot of fun. Nothing super special, throwaway, but super entertaining and about as good as a throwaway is going to be. So good squash-ish. You yeah, know? A- AR has good potential. I'm okay with him being signed and featuring yeah. on every show. He's good talent. He seemed really safe. So in his show, he was with Dante and his brother. The he was with Top week, right? Flight last week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was a good match. So, yeah, stick around, man. Well, he's signed. He's ready to go. Yeah, it was... Like Matt said, the nope spots. <laughs> like, oh, you're going to do that? Nah, I'm just going to walk away. Like, you fall on your fucking yeah. face. It's like a Samoa Joe signature, though, so, like, whatever. It's like a Young Bucks spot in a Young Bucks match. But you don't okay, see give it all me more the time. of that, though. Yeah, I mean, you don't see it. You don't see it every like, time, okay, like the Young Bucks Samoa spots. Joe does it. So keep, like, let him do it. Nobody else does it. That's his like, thing. Yeah, and it's fun, and it it's what we need sometimes with all the flippy stuff. And Aaron um, Fox seems like he can take the moves pretty well. Like he can sell pretty well. And I look forward to seeing more of him. And I look forward to seeing what's going to happen with. I don't know. Wardlow and Samoa Joe, I don't really feel the feud. <laughs> yeah, after uh, Joe yeah. had vanquished Assault Rifle Fox, we got a little uh, promo. Uh, yeah. Joe talking trash, and that was good. Joe's good on the mic. I like he's the king of TV because he has the ROH and uh, AEW TV titles. That's yeah. really fun. He's the king of TV. But then on a giant TV, uh, someone who looks kingly uh, came on. And unfortunately, the guy that looks kingly sounds like squirely. Uh, Orlo's terrible on the mic, and they need to they need to coach him up and limit his speaking. Period. He just needs to be growly and say little because uh, the the more he tries to say, the more you can tell he he wasn't the one who wrote it. <laughs> yeah, 
He also like, looked like he was in a fucking Hall- Hallmark movie with the did. green turtleneck. Like, he did. It's not, yeah, yeah, winter's coming. Yeah, but we're not, we're not at winter yet. Like, yeah, he he did. He he was like the high school sweetheart of the main character in the lousy man uh, marriage. Who's like a janitor at school, but he has a heart of gold. And by the end of the movie, he ends up back with her because yeah. he gives more <laughs> of a shit about her kid at Christmas than the deadbeat dad does. And that's really stupid for a guy that's challenging a giant Samoan. And it was a pre-tape too. And like, I feel for Joe because you have to work with what you have to work with. But him having yeah. to like look scared, like, oh, 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 after going yeah. on, like, no, <laughs> not to that promo, dude. Like, you're now you're scared of this dork. Yeah. Like, no. It, it, was probably, it was probably like the eighth take of that Wardlow promo. <laughs> yeah, it probably was. Yeah. That that was a pre-tape. It's like, you need some better directors or Wardlow is, hope, is hopeless. I don't know. He, I mean, hopeless yeah. on the mic he's looks yeah, great no, yeah. and his work is good and you know the guy's got sky's the limit potential i mean he but was right great when mjf with his mouth mjf was his mouthpiece yeah yeah, yeah. I mean, like, when he was need, silent muscle oh yeah yeah you need you need someone like that for him and like it's it, it may be cruel but like the baby face thing they got going on with wardlow I get visions of like really awkward, bad, forced down our throats, baby face Roman. Oh, so yeah. They better slow down their aspirations for him because if they like tried to push him too hard right now, you might I don't start. Know if comparing Warlow to Roman is an insult to either one or. <laughs> no, because that, that Roman was really bad. Like the five, six years ago Roman, the one that was forced down everybody's throats just the baby face really bad promo i mean wardlow's better in the ring than roman was at that yeah. time the, the, it's it's hard to believe someone like roman who's main evented like eight wrestlemanias in the last 10 years you're like the bad roman i'm like which main event was that but you're right it was four or five six years ago yeah and i mean I, even now ago. i don't i don't love his work he's competent enough yeah, and i know you better mean. than he was but you know it's he's uh, my uh, fifth the... favorite uso <laughs> The WWE titles at this point to me are a joke. I'm not going to go that far. I mean, I dig that they've committed to having it on one guy. I don't like the way his matches are booked. That's what I mean. I'm just like the inconsistency. I'm done with it. He needs to cheat to win. The next minute, he could kill God in a fist fight. Sammy Use. That's all it is. Sammy Use. I mean that that story seems to be consensus like the best. If that's not, what a lot of people of like. Stories just... going on, so yeah, well, it's uh, it's pretty funny. I'm done. I, um, I I I I don't think we've talked about it on the podcast, but Sammy Sammy Zayn is uh, dead to me because of the Jackass match at WrestleMania, and then his follow up comments about it, where he basically says anybody that doesn't like it just doesn't doesn't understand wrestling, and it's like wow, that might be the stupidest. Uh, sorry for the ableist slur when I say stupidest. The stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, wow. Wow, Sami Zayn. Did he really say that? He yeah, did. but I mean, he's talking about his own I think on the, on the Stone say, Cold podcast. Yeah. Well, you well, know, he could say, I liked it, and you know what? There's always been stupid stuff in wrestling, so people that don't like it, whatever, it's not but for he, you. He's also always 100% in kayfabe, and that means, like, sucking dick to the company. It's like giving the Miz an interview. He's always going to be, like, for the company. Yeah, but and, like, just think about that for a second. He has to stay in kayfabe, which is why he needs 
to defend Johnny Knoxville's 60-year-old ass slamming his balls with a styrofoam mousetrap that didn't work because he needs to stay in kayfabe so we don't think it's fake. I mean, come on. like that, that, <laughs> ah! Listen, now he's part of the bloodline and that's all that matters. Yeah, I mean, he he's not, he's a good, he's always been good on the mic and he can work well. Uh, just he likes a lot of the stuff I don't like. Okay. And that's the bottom line <laughs> because he said so on Stone Cold's podcast. And Sammy Cold Zane said, said so. so. Ole, 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 ole. All right. So we're going to take a quick break here and we're going to jump into the second half of Dynamite. Second half. We got to put the second <laughs> half theme song. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Second half coming up. One. Two, three. All right, and we are back for the <laughs> second, <laughs> oh yeah, for the second part of AEW Dynamite, hour two, where what we happened? started. What what happened in hour two? What happened? I think Regal and MJF came out. Ooh, buddy. To address the crowd. You know what else came out? MJF. My boner, because it was back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking something. Rager. (laughs) I was thinking along those lines, but I wasn't sure. The bidding war, the boner of 2024. Buddy, it is on. It is on. Um, That was awesome. You know, really good. Predictably, they couldn't make any real sense out of the whole story and the turn. So we'll cover the negative first so I can just get out of the way before, you know, we talk about how good everything else was. <laughs> um, the story now was MJF had his whole plan with the firm, but then he still had a real change of heart, apparently, which led to the firm turning on him. And after the firm beat him up the first time, William Regal sent him an email that said, well, Max, I, you know, seeing you a great villain, here's your chance, which is weird. Cause it's like, well, now that I've seen you so committed to doing things the right way that your evil group beats you up. Now I think I've seen enough to know you're the villain I want you to be. So anyways, they concocted a plan where he needed to use brass knucks on Mox to really break his spirit. Uh, and that was, I think what I said in the pod, like what they might try to do, like, oh, well, you had to really mind fuck him and break his spirit. But like, they didn't, they didn't sell that. And Mox clearly didn't look like someone who had his spirit broken because he told you to fucking walk and not stop. Um, and MJF didn't seem to give a shit about Mox having his spirit broken or anything. So kind of a weak justification there, not not a, supported by the story at all. So what you're supposed to believe is MJF got a big group, arranged it so he'd automatically win this chip, and then use the chip to take the title, because the title's what he gives a shit about. But in the process of all that, he has a sudden change of heart and rejects his group, which was going ahead and beating up his future opponent, gets beat up by his group because he's so committed to doing things the right way, and then gets an email from the British guy who pissed him off so bad a couple of weeks ago, he wanted to do things the right way that all of a sudden he's like, Oh shit, you do like me. Okay. Well I will. But when he was doing that, 
he was double triple blackmailing because then in the back of his mind he was saying and now that i'm pretending i'm evil for him i'll really be evil and betray him at the end too so it just is a tangled mess of garbage that doesn't make any sense yeah. but it gets us to a good place damn it and it i'm glad it, that it gets us to the end the rest of it yeah they they just with mjf doing what he did at the end of the promo it says we know there's baggage so we're not gonna like pretend these guys are a team up thing just we're going forward with mjf and his bbb his better business bureau belt <laughs> big burberry belt let's not make light of a great thing okay well it is it is a lot Tri- of fun. Triple triple B does look good. The three it's... B's is really amazing. Bell. <laughs> I I love. I mean, that's always fun when you get the custom titles and wrestling. Good thing. Good good way to bring that. Back. That's a top. That's a top five list. It also gives oh, you top belts of oh for any company. Yeah. Why not? That'd be a good. That's a good. Put it in the can. Yeah, we'll revisit that. Now, let's it put also... stuff in our cans. Gives you a little hope that it's gonna he's gonna hold the belt for a while too. Yeah, yeah, totally. If you're gonna get a unique belt, unless they're just trying to push merch, which I I mean AEW has been doing their world champions pretty well, other than the flip flop they've had to do between Mox and CM Punk and all this the past, like yeah. you know, they AEW has done the let's give our champions long times with the with belts, sometimes too long. So yeah, I feel like he'll get six months with it hopefully you know hopefully it's the next two pay-per-views oh yeah i don't see losing it to starks no i feel the starks ego page is gonna be going on for a while could be i mean you might revisit starks and hobbs at some point they're doing something with hobbs boy that was a funny little promo (laughs) (laughs) and that brings us into our next segment well, do we have anything more to talk about with MJF? I mean, there's some highlights. I only covered the, the oh the plotting, which I thought was stupid. I haven't gotten to talk about the tasty bits, the nice tasty morsels. The man said Bruno Sammartini was going to be rolling in his grave in hell, like or his shitty his shitty little grave. That's how he she, said. yeah. It's just that's just tremendous. He's going to have a longer reign than JBL. Yeah, and just. Man, I like it when they recognize the existence of other people. Like, if you're AEW, it's okay to do that. I can see why WWE doesn't need to pretend AEW exists. But, like, that's good. You're not pretending that these other guys exist. Like, you're not trying to make them say, like, I'm going to have a longer reign than John Moxley. The the longest reigning champion ever, Kenny Omega. Yeah, Kenny (laughs) Omega. What's up? I'm the industrial strength guy. What was Bruno San Martino WWE or F or was he? He was WWF. Three W. Okay. Yeah. Like the pre Vince. Yeah. Um, he was Vince Senior, right? Vince Senior. He might have had it when was he the champ or was Backlund the champ when Vince Junior bought it? One of those two was the champ, and there was a transition champ between San Martino and Backlund, I think, and then obviously Sheik transition between Backlund and Hogan. Um, so, but yeah, he was a, he was a big draw. He's just, he he did it forever. From 63 to 81, he was in WWF, later WWF. I think, and he would have kept going. I think like he didn't, he didn't like Vince. There was something about pay or there was some, some heat between him and Vince Jr. Or just a loyalty between him and Vince Sr. is what kept him around. But, okay. 
Uh, he had a lot of problems with them. They didn't reconcile until later, but that's why he didn't. If they had a better relationship, he would have been popping up in the new gen. He would have been popping up in the Attitude Era, if okay. not to work, then to at least manage, do manage, something, be around it. Yeah. yeah, he was he was huge. Okay, I never really saw any of his stuff. Yeah, I mean, I but, but I knew he held the title for a long time. It's like over two thousand days and over three thousand days for another one or something like that. I closed the page already. <laughs> okay. Yeah, a long time. But this is an AW podcast, so we don't talk about Bruno. No, 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 no. We don't talk about copyright strikes. Actually, we do because he was mentioned in AEW. Touche. True Shay. Well, this is just our anti Italian racist agenda. We try not to talk about the Italians at all. Yeah, we try not to talk to you either. Wait, what? So the good things about MJF. That's then having a that's a terrible idea. Don't have a podcast with someone you try not to talk to. That's an awful idea. That's uh, just called a one-track commentary. <laughs> uh so where are we? Where We're are talking we? about MJF holding the title longer than Hulk Hogan, Bruno San Martino, JBL. How long did JBL hold the title? Over a year. Really? Yeah. Wow. I don't know how long, but over a year. Probably 400-something. That's usually where they cut them off at. Wow. That's just surprising to me. But, yeah, so you talked about how he's going to hold the title longer. Uh, what else did he go over? Just a lot of great A shit talking, man. Like the baby um, war of 2024. Yeah. The real art, the real artistry, the real amazing thing, and it, it's entirely intentional, and I'm giving most of the credit to him, was he knew, he they alleviated our fears that he was going to go face, or that they're going to hear the reaction, and just like Jericho said, well, man, he's got to go face sometime. You just hear the pop he's getting, you know, he's got to go face. Just thank God. I don't know how much of it was MJF, how much it was Flexo not being stupid, but... um they turned those cheers into jeers and MJF went in knowing that they're going to love me. And by the end, I'm going to make them hate me again. And he did it. And it wasn't all just cheap heat. Like he, he uses cheap heat, but then also goes to depths and uses words and phrases it in ways that other people don't do. That's his own little kiss, his own little taste. And then weaves it into the story. So friggin' well, that people that cheered him 10 minutes ago were booing him by the end. Yeah, they're, they're, they're so hooked by the next sentence. It's so it's hilarious to watch someone boo. He says something, and then they've they're, they've been cheering for three minutes straight. And you could hear the gasp sometimes. Like he'll take the air out. He'll say things. It's just, dude's a master. He's a maestro out there. And he's only going to get better because he's really young, and it's 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 not fair. Yeah. All that talent in one <laughs> one young human body. I I'm going to one day kidnap him and drink all of his adrenochrome, and then I'll be the elite. <laughs> and i won't get in trouble i'll be an aw employee and kidnapping is allowed in that company so it won't even be like suspended or anything It'll and i really do hope that he keeps true to the, his word where he's not gonna be out there every week fighting like i'm oh, sure he'll well, he won't to. yeah he won't be he's yeah. gonna do what he always does like let's do that right and like that's what we need with the champion in aew not Oh, I'm just going to put this up every week. 
oh, there's a tournament, and I'm in the tournament for a championship title. That was a few weeks ago with uh, Moxley, where he was in a championship contender man match for a tournament. Like, why are you in that? You have the title. Because Flexo. Yeah. So, yeah. And at the end of that promo, what happened? Betrayal happened. Dirty. Down low. Dogged. Betrayal happened. Maxwell Jacob Frieden equipped the brass knuckles. And he punched William Regal in the back of the head. In the back of his surgically repaired neck. He crumpled to the ground and nay moved the rest of the evening until he was stretched out on a flat board to the silence of the announce team in the jeers of a shocked audience. Well, who came out to help? DBD, DBD, DBD came out to help Daddy Number Amazing two. Brian, and then he, and left he came out <laughs> with no shirt and, and one he left boot with no shirt, one boot, one boot, yeah, das boot. He got a little dramatic, like he got a little, little too dramatic at a few spots. But other than that, I think everybody did did their job well. And AEW rarely to never does the stretcher spots, so it's still kind of kind of hit. Uh, that's good. And Regal sold it perfectly too. Yeah, he did. He's great. Like he yeah, just he's, didn't he's move. Great. Like oh he, yeah. And when they were working on him, he gave like a little kick to the leg. Because I mean, they I'm sure they treated exactly how like EMTs would treat that kind of injury. Yeah. And I mean, back in the day, they literally would hire a real ambulance. They would take the guy to a hospital, and if it was a high profile enough match, they would pay for a night or two so they could claim it was a real injury. And the guy's fine. He's just hanging out in the hospital for a couple days. But then they leak it to the press, so somebody like actually checks in, like, "Oh, golly gee, I thought it was fake. Maybe a little realer than we think, boys." And they put it in the paper and. (laughs) You know, so whether it's an homage or they wanted to do it that way to a point, I I like it. It makes or it just seem like, better. Yeah, give us some old school with the new school. And oh. this, I think, leads us into match number three. Tell us about Dirty Tree. Uh, Ricky Starks versus Ari Davari. Did we get to the Hobbs promo yet? It's about here. Okay. <laughs> it's it's pretty much we have a squash yeah. squash match. Poor Hobbs. Uh, all ego Ethan Page comes out with uh what's his face? The dude who talks for him. Can't think of his name. Oh, it's Stokely? Stokely, yeah. Yeah. But but Matt Hardy comes out behind him. And he goes in front, like, puts his hand up to try to get the crowd going. They're like, whoa, 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 stop. He starts deleting everything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, get behind us. Like, they just shut him down. Yeah. It's like, you're not supposed to be here. You should be on dark. Like, you should not be on dynamite. And so that that was fun. Uh, yeah, I think, actually, I don't know if that was the Hobbs one yet. I don't think uh, we we'll say to... it's after this, but the match itself was, you know, just a bit squash. Exactly yeah. what it should be for a guy that's going to be in a championship match in a couple weeks and a guy that hasn't wrestled uh, since the pay-per-view and wasn't on TV for a while before that. So perfect. You get him back on TV for everybody. You show that he can kick someone's ass with a single spear. <gasps> 
I made a mental note at some point in the last few days that I wanted to gripe about Spears. So I'm going to gripe about Spears right now. Mm -hmm. Pause. Time out. Sidebar. <laughs> Matt gripe. Hey, where'd TK go? I don't know. He just... Disappeared. Oh, he's back. He faded into his background. Anyways, TK, I need to see your face so I can look in your eyes while I talk about how much I, I hate Spears. I hate him. And I'm not like talking Sean about Spears? Ruby Spears. No, not Sean Spears. Not Ruby Spears. Not fish stick Spears or chicken Spears or the kind <laughs> of Spears you throw. I'm talking about the football tackle sphere as it is employed in professional wrestling. I, they've been around forever to a certain degree, one, one degree or other, obviously like Goldberg. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, anybody, but Goldberg was the one who like really, really, really put it over. Oh, he put it over. Move. Rhino used the gore before, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rhino was using the gore, but Goldberg, obviously. Yeah. His undefeated streak was, he, that was the move. Yeah. Um, and Spear that was the, the, the setup, the, the jack, but jack it wasn't even his finisher. Yeah. And then Edge, I think, was like the next mm -hmm. one he to was. really pick it up, and eventually became his friggin' finisher. I never uh, liked Edge having that as his finisher. Yeah, it just because he's mind. not even a big guy. Like it didn't Goldberg, fit for him. former football player, huge person, can look really great. But then littler guys are using it, and then there's always at least one or two guys that's using it either as their their signature setup signature wink wink even though a couple guys in the in the promotion do it or they're using it as an outright finisher and that's how the starks match finished and it, i love ricky starks man he was on my top five guys list but i the rochambeau finish people with other things don't don't finish yeah. with this you're like you're not big enough and it's a dumb move anyways and in the modern style especially like you are killing you are hitting people in the fucking head with your bare fists and then like a football tackle um is what finishes it like it's like you may as well just do the people's elbow again yeah right <laughs> you may as well just do that yeah <laughs> spare into the people's elbow like i mean hey even the, pre the people's elbow presupposes the opponent had a heart attack which is why they were laying still for 15 seconds while <laughs> he did it so you know he's already I mean, dead he yeah. already had the chance to pin him, but no, yeah. you gotta... <laughs> totally. So he's already dead, at least, with that. <laughs> Just assume whatever move he did before that was the real finish. Ooh, and Teaser, talking about stupid, silly little moves finishing otherwise epic matches where people were murdered. We're gonna be finishing the show with one of those. <laughs> yes. Yes, we are. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's my little thing on Spears. It just... And then, like, every Roman Reigns pay-per-view match, like, every Roman Reigns-Brock Lesnar match, like, get ready for six or seven Spears in one match. And then, Spears for some and reason, the one at the end is going to end it if Spears the regular like punch Superman punches. Yeah. Just, oh, <laughs> God. It's, a, it's, it's not good. Not for me, anyways. Okay, so Starks, Rochambeau, Squash, Ari Davari. Boy, they had their little moment in the sun, didn't they? But... And well, then we had Tony Schiavone, Schiavone. with Dr. Brett Baker, DMD, Rebel, and the women's champion, Jamie Hayter. And who else was there? Jamie oh. Hayter's butt. Oh, she I just assume too. it's one of the same. Well, that's <sighs> one way to look at things, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> But speaking but we of just... looking things, Jamie's Jamie Hader's butt was there. Jamie Hader was there. Honest kid, you couldn't see her butt. 
except for when she turned. Yeah, I, I, those are the only notes I took. I don't want to go overboard. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, and that's pretty much it. Where Jamie Hayter and her butt were offended that mm-hmm. Renee didn't want to sit down with her, but Soraya instead. Uh, they didn't seem to tease. Did I miss anything? They didn't seem to tease the jealousy angle, which is necessarily say, a bad yeah, thing. They, they didn't. didn't. They didn't do that, and that's the one thing they should do. And it's like, but, why are you? Ooh, but if you make it a slow burn, because it's also stupid wrestling when like I feel like it's been okay. slow forever though. It's already been slow, and now it's just going to be even more like of the it's same. It's only been two shows since she won the title. I know, I don't but know. the jealousy has been there. But maybe they're going to do Hater Soraya next. Maybe they just don't want to do DMD. That's what I think yet. they're going to be doing is Hater and Soraya. And yeah. maybe Soraya, I mean, I don't I don't know what the right call would be, but DMD does something to fuck up. I don't know. I don't hate it. Like, it's been not... <sighs> the matches haven't always been great, but at least the story hasn't been terrible. It hasn't been I don't know if I want enough. Hater going heel or going. Face. It was terrible though. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Nah, she's I, a good baby face. Who's a good baby face? Jamie Hater. Hater. The crowd loves her. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. the crowd loves MJF, but do you want him going face? But, but Hater's not yeah, like the incarnation of evil. Hater wouldn't have to change much to be a face. Gotcha. She could wrestle yeah. the same, basically. Yeah, she just she just changes her tactics up a little bit. She would still be a badass, like tough girl, you know. But yeah. you know, she's not. Only at that point, you just need to put her against fucking Jade. I mean, her and Tony can switch oh, gimmicks. Yeah. <laughs> like put her against Jade at that point, that'd be better. But I think they're waiting for Chris Statlander to come back for that whole thing, and we'll get to that next or soon enough. Yeah, at least, at least we're back to one TBS title. Not according to my conspiracy. Next, we have match number four. Anna Jass with Ty Mello versus Willow Nightingale. <laughs> what, what the fuck I, was I only that? saw the ending of this huh? match. What was that? The Willow? Oh, that was, oh, you were the old woman from the, when, when she's a little animal. Yeah. The movie Willow. Oh, jeez. Hey, wow. no spoilers That's for the hilarious. show. <laughs> That's hilarious. Well, no, that's from the movie. Oh, not from that the doesn't show. count. It's from the movie. Come that's on. That's from 88. I mean, You're allowed to yeah. spoil things that are 34 years old. You are. You are. It yeah, sucks I... that you don't like that movie because it was made I love in the that. 80s. I love that no, movie. No, 80s movie. That's oh, one of the exceptions. We got to have like a whole chunk of show dedicated to that sometime. Well, we will. <laughs> but uh, thank you. Thank you for getting that quote. Yeah, it took me a minute because I haven't seen the movie in 30 friggin' years or something. But... I haven't seen it in like 15, 20, but I always yeah. remember her going, Ooh, Yeah. <laughs> Apparently it lasted mad, in my mind too. That's funny. Yeah, mad, mad again. Mad, mad again. That too. That, that, that's really funny that our best memories of that movie are just all the silly voices saying, <laughs> saying things. Like, that's funny. I don't know. I don't know. I could probably quote some things from that movie. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I was waiting to rewatch it. See, I can't talk about that because I don't know what the correct term to call uh, short, really short people that were born short, like Warwick Davis. I, I, think I don't want to get in trouble. Right well, term. I don't know. Is it not one, of them, one of them is an ableist slur, and I don't no, want to hey, step it on that It depends on the person. Some, some prefer dwarf and some prefer little person, and some are offended by the opposite. So it's all on the person. Well, they're all wonderful human beings, and I love yeah. them. 
but except for the mean ones except for mini me so what Vern Troyer has passed away be respectful <laughs> that was a joke well so. I was thinking uh the movie elf at that point you're a mad yeah you're a you're a mad angry elf <laughs> oh, Vern Troyer one time pissed in China's shit didn't he that's the wrestling connection and that's one of that that surreal life show on Vich one I I didn't know that one yeah, that's like the only thing I remember from that show's existence. I never even watched it. A yeah, shitty friend watched it who sucked. And he's like, ooh, wrestling stuff. Let me tell Matt about this. And then he showed it to me. I mean, Vern Troyer was... I, I felt bad. It was one of those things where it's like, this is more sad than funny. Ah, C-list you know? style. Got it. Yeah, just like, poor guy. I don't know. All right. I think he outlived her. Just sad all along. What uh, an exploitative true, true sidebar. God, the surreal life. Just how exploit, how terrible. That's terrible. We don't. We may be crass and jackassy on this show, but at least we don't exploit sad drug addicts. Yeah, now back to talking about AEW. Uh, so speaking of sad yes. drug addicts, I uh, what? Uh, what's next? <laughs> Uh, yeah, we're talking the Anna JAS match. Can you guys talk about this one? Oh, yeah, yeah I, I, only, I only saw the ending. <laughs> okay. Uh, Willow, I think she's gonna get a push. I hope so. The crowd's behind her, she's fun to watch, she's safe in the ring. Anna Jass, she, 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 she it feels like she's reverted back to how she was when she first started with AEW. She needs to go. Like she was good when she was the Queen Slayer and was a heel, like a good heel, and not this obnoxious kind of mean girl heel. A Sammy Guevara wife heel. Yeah. Yeah. Ty looks a little stiff and ring rusty. But we're gonna but that's because at the end Ruby Soho comes out. Which was great to see her back. You have the green hair too. Back, back to the WWE hair. Yeah, it was great to see her back. Anna JS kind of feel like she was too quick on the spot to get on the side of the rope, and this is me nitpicking. But <laughs> she was just like, "Oh, I'm gonna jump up here." Like, "Oh wait, it's not time for me to get hit to get knocked out." <laughs> and Ty, while Ruby was still fighting with Ty. And when Ruby took Ty out to the side in the destination nowhere, it didn't look like Ty really sold it well. Which is on on in on character for, for Ty Connie, because she's not very good at that part of it. Yeah. Great to uh, see Ruby back. Yeah, and, Ruby back is killer. That's awesome. Yeah. Sure that is. is. That's just exciting. That's what I got from that match. I like Willow. I hope she can do well. And I'd like to see more of her. We need a good women's battle royal on a dynamite. Open up with all the women in a 30-minute battle royal. AEW does really well telling stories in battle royals where multiple people get multiple like threads of a storyline with someone else. They need to shake up their women's roster by throwing 20 women in a battle royal and sowing new seeds that direction. Well, per my conspiracy theory... They're going to be shaking up the women's division. 
Do tell. I can't until we get to that part of the show. We're not there yet. We have rules, TK protocols. But when are we there? You know what? I have not brought up the name of your deceased brother once in this podcast. I think I deserve deserve a a kudos. His name, Jeff. And Um, so what happened next? What happened after that segment that I may have fast forwarded through? The Jade Celebration. Nah, my conspiracy theory. The worst thing I saw. I just awkward, uncomfortable. Didn't see she it. She came out, tried to talk on the mic. It's almost like she was just kind of like, oh, it didn't work for me. The celebration was weak. They had a table with balloons. There was no cake. There was no punch. <laughs> there was you said it would be punchy pie. Like, oh, um, take a look at my baddies. Her baddies were in the crowd. Why were her baddies with her in the ring? Cutting cake and feeding her. I just, I I didn't like it. But there's, no force... budget, there's no budget left in the women's segment, so. Um, you know what though? That uh, that 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 outfit, that ring gear, Jade, man, she's gorgeous. She really is. You gotta you gotta appreciate looking at it. She looks like a million bucks. Oh, she. Oh yeah, she's beautiful. Yeah. Woman. Like, wow. She, I mean, she just she just looked great. And she didn't, like, try to, like, overly sex it up or whatever. She kept the big coat on the whole time. And that wasn't the point of the segment. So it wasn't like, wow, she's hot in that Attitude Era diva sense. She was still serious looking while being just okay. Like, she's were, looking good and she's going to kick your yeah, fucking ass. You're a comic book character. Like, you're a real-life yeah. comic book character. Just the lady... If the wrestling thing doesn't work out for her, like I guarantee you, she can at least be in genre TV show roles for the rest of her days until she yeah. decides to stop. Like she's just, yeah, God bless her. Um, the Bow Wow thing was really, uh, it was weird, but that's where my conspiracy comes in. This was so bad, so random, and so weird. Now I'm going to connect the dots. All right. So Sasha Banks, man. She's under contract. That's what Wrestling Observer says. But things happen. Who knows? I'm going to hope and hope among hopes that the whole reason they're bringing in the Bow Wow is because of his Snoop Dogg connection. And then Snoop Dogg's connection with Mercedes Monet. And she just trademarked a whole bunch of Mercedes Monet things. And, you know, she's doing, like, yeah. the Instagram teases. And she's ago. hashtagging AEW and WWE. So, I mean, she could just be playing it. Like, if Meltzer's reporting and all that is correct, there's basically no option for her other than to return to WWE. But then simultaneously, like, he reports there's contract negotiation holdups. And it's like, well, if it's as firm as you're saying, why would a contract be of issue? And Meltzer's wrong about shit all the time, too. So who knows? Probably not coming, probably can't come, but maybe she is. And then that same day, Wednesday, before the show, in a little interview that uh, FTR gave, and they're always doing things in character-ish, or at least in character adjacent. Well, like, they'll acknowledge outside companies exist, but they're very much in character. They'll be assholes when they're heels. They'll talk like they talk on TV when they're faces. Uh, they talked about Punk and mentioned him by name and, like, talked about how giving he was in the locker room and, like, anybody that needed help, he'd stay late, he'd help him, all the positive stuff. 
and like the first outright positive stuff you've heard about him and some of the most direct comments you've heard about him outside of like Jericho's locker room cancer thing. But they also lumped him in with Sasha Banks and they called her Sasha Banks. Like he's a lot like Sasha Banks as far as like wanting things done the right way and being willing to walk away if things don't work out. And they said like, well, we wish, you know, we wish them both like good luck in their future, wherever that takes them. And it's like, man, again, is this just real loose control on the locker room flexo where these guys are all allowed to talk about it, but you're still pretending like you can't talk about it and CM Punk's choosing not to talk about it for some reason? Or are these all hints? Are these all little clues? I don't know, because they've done that before with Punk. They were dropping little clues, including Omega. Like, Omega's wearing the Cookie Monster shirt. Like, even those guys who like supposedly they hated each other from the gun were all teasing it and stuff. So you know, ne- you never know. I I hope I hope among hope that this is all just brilliant little pieces and we're all gonna have our socks blown off. And that makes watching fun. And that could just be what they're yeah. doing too. They could be just throwing red herrings and teasing it, knowing that you know nothing is going to come of it. But they mentioned it on, B- on BTE too. They talk about it the last couple episodes they've yeah. done. Kenny's Kenny's mentioned it. Yeah. 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 But I didn't watch the latest BTE. I watched the one where they came back. Well, I skipped a lot of it. Like the color cam. Like, no, I skipped till we get to uh, Dark Order stuff, and that's about it. And the best friends. That's what I skip over. Best friends? No, the Dark Order and the, uh, the, the Dolph Ziggler's other brother. Oh, uh, Hollywood hunk. <laughs> Whatever his name is. Yeah. Ryan Nemeth. No, I like Not I Dolph Ziggler. I pretty much watch uh the Dark Order stuff and the Best Friends stuff. Cause it's Orange Cassidy. The Atlantic champion. Who fights every Friday now because they're yeah, trying to get people to watch. We show. just got the main event left, the dynamite. Uh, well, we got to talk about that that uh, Hobbs segment. We can. Uh, we, ha- I'm gonna, we have to. I think I'm going to stop the recording now. Oh, we're going to take a Hobbs break. Yeah. The traditional <laughs> Hobbs break. Yeah, absolutely. He deserves it. We got uh, all right. a few uh, minutes left. Hobbs break. We're going to take a pause. Do we have any advertisements running, you guys? Uh, legal questions. You uh, subscribe to our apparently. lowest Only tier fans. Patreon, the ninety nine ninety five a month, down from ninety nine ninety nine. You don't have to have any advertisements, so think about that while you're listening to this League of Legends pitch. Take it away, League of Legends announcer. Hey, want to play some video games? I know I do. I haven't seen the sun in years. So let's play League of Legends. Sound familiar? It should. It's amazing. One, two, three. Oh, we're starting to record now. (laughs) Because we got to talk about AEW Dynamite. And Tonio Brown as well. <laughs> <laughs> this is the You Suck Antonio Brown Sad Podcast. <laughs> That's what the A stands for. I mean, it, it could be the 
yeah, suck, Antonio Brown. <laughs> oh, we just talk about yay, suck, Antonio. Oh, this is sexy. And that is some slash fic. Yeah. Ooh. Yay, X Antonio Brown. WCW booking. Here we come. (laughs) Yay was relaxing. It was a sunny day. The water felt nice. A lot had been on his mind. Thoughts racing. He couldn't get away from it. But next to the sea, he could get away from everything. Everything except for Antonio Brown's butt. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Now I now I want to write a book about Antonio Brown sexually assaulting Yay West, <laughs> and you can book it because it's a book. It is a book. It about well, I'm not going to say it twice. Yeah. Um, now it's time for the main event. No, actually, we did not talk about Hobbs's promo. And then we got to talk about the main event of uh yeah dynamite, uh Hobbs's promo. Would you get you guys like that? That's kind of fun. It's really really silly and kind of uncomfortable and weird. It's it 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 happened and that was the thing. I skipped it. So no, you, why would you skip that? Why would you skip that? Because I wanted not to even watch two minutes the main event. long. Because I wanted no, to watch you... the actual match. That's the weird. That's the worst answer you could have. I skipped it to see the young bucks. That's yeah, the well, worst can, answer. You I can go get. back and watch a two minute promo. I wanted to watch the wrestling match. Okay, but did you go back and watch it? No, we started the podcast. So you're, oh, wow, you really tucked it in there. Okay, well, anyways, Nick. He, Sorry, the schedule's busy, boys. Hobbs Hobbs decided to walk around his hood for a while because, of course, Hobbs lives in the hood. And he's like going by a liquor store where a bunch of guys like are just rolling dice at night for some yeah. reason. They're just and they're like they're all older guys too. They look like they're in their and they're doing it on the sidewalk, not in an alley, yeah. <laughs> not in an They're legally gambling <laughs> on the street. Seems pretty normal like so okay. far. Yeah, and and like I think they're supposed to be like like young street thugs and hoodlums, but they all looked old, and it's just. Yeah, young thugs, but they're JBL's age. Okay, got it. Yeah, paint the picture. And then it it says something. I I forget. I even forget the words. What was even said? Just something. I don't even like, remember what was said. Like these streets, they raise some. They raise tough guys. That kind of ish. It's kind. Of, it's not safe to be out when you yeah. see him out. Kind of thing. Like here's a rough neighborhood, but the real danger is this this big chunk of man Hobbs walking around. <laughs> the real danger are the friends big, we made beefy along the man. way. Um, I tease, but I mean honestly, it was fine. Uh, I like Hobbs. I'm glad they're doing something with them. I'll take it. Yeah. So I mean, you get Hobbs. Yeah, better than shit, when they didn't so. feature Hobbs and Stark for a few weeks yeah. after featuring them, and then they ran out of ideas. So totally. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not going to talk about how much I like those guys and bitch about them being off TV and then like still gripe when they both are on TV getting to do their own stuff. But that's great. That makes me happy. So, yeah, and happy. Really, the only thing, yeah, uh, I know we're not at the main event yet. The only thing I didn't care much for this week was the Jade promo. Yeah, I, like that was it for me, and I've been <laughs> excited all day to actually talk about this. Because it's like, oh, this is actually a good show. It should have been the aftermath show from the pay-per-view. Yeah, agreed. But 
but yeah, it's been good so far. And the Hobbs promo, it was different, but it wasn't bad. As you guys were just saying, and I just said too. So no, wasn't saying it. it was Nick, oh, Nick was busy saying? It, that's right. I want to. Oh no, we said the we said the thing. Oh, I did the uh, thing. The screams are back in my head. Um, I hear voices in my head. TK TK was too busy wanting to watch the Young Bucks flip around, so he yeah. didn't. He skipped past Hobbs, but that's fine. <laughs> You know what? We didn't talk enough about though, because I got into my conspiracy theory. But real quick on the Jade thing, Bow Wow is Bow Wow uh, still popular at all? Because like no. I <laughs> literally don't remember him since he was like a, a kid. Since that was, his I honestly no. He used to be little, and now he's just a Bow Wow. Yeah, well, I mean, that's good. Props to him for popular. dropping a little. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Like, but that the little pre-tape did. I don't know. Yeah, that that was awkward. It didn't it did fit. nothing. It did yeah. nothing for everything. Yeah. And the crowd was dead for all that. Too. Oh, yeah. So nobody wanted it. I think you're I think you're right with the uh Mercedes Monet things. I said that a couple of weeks ago in our group chat. I was nice. like pretty sure her I'm pretty sure her new name is this, and this is what she's gonna come in AWS. Yeah, she's not trademarking did. her new name to go back to WWE. And, yeah, uh, and, and other things. I, I heard Snoop Dogg say on a podcast before that he was helping his cousin get out of her contracts and yada yada yada. So That'd be awesome. And again, it would mean they kept it all secret and more kudos if any of that is true. Yeah, she shows up, roof comes off. If not, explode. we're going to get Athena versus Jade. Jade's going to go face. And Athena's going to keep with her heel that she's doing. I mean, I'm liking Athena as a heel, but we don't see her enough to comment too much on it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, they kind of haven't used her right as all. She's got the Ruby Soho effect going. They just don't know what to do with her. Well, she did attack Aubrey Edwards, which was fun. And she just got reinstated, I think, in Rampage last week. And we skipped over a lot from last week, which is fine because there's a lot to talk about this week. Um <laughs> I like how we never talk about Rampage and <laughs> we're not missing anything. It's just like there's no gaps. Of, ooh, you gotta watch the only this. thing I would talk about Rampage from last week would be Orange Cassidy versus Jake Hager. That was a good match. Jake Hager went to do comedy. Was That was uh, Dynamite. That wasn't a Rampage. That was Rampage. Or was it Dynamite? Yeah, it, no, was it was Dynamite. No, was that's Rampage. how Dynamite. Was... That's how the first match on Dynamite uh, two weeks ago. So did they announce it on the Rampage before then? I thought it was Rampage. announced on Dynamite, and they talked about it on Rampage, or they did it on Rampage. Um. Well, you know, talk about your favorite hat, and I'll look it up. Oh, my favorite hat is um this hat I have that I wear. The one I that... don't wear. Oh yeah! Oh, and that one's your favorite. Yeah, the one I don't wear. Ah, your favorite one's the one you don't wear. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it was dynamite. Hmm. Wow! Learn something new every day. The eleven twenty three dynamite. Well, I knew it was dynamite because I watched it. Hmm. You know. I did watch it that Friday when I got home. Yeah, you were late on the draw there. Yeah. 
That we makes... didn't talk about it on the podcast, so it was just kind of in that blob of wrestling memories. Well, we didn't podcast about it last week. No, we, we didn't. We didn't have time. We didn't watch it yet because we yeah. had to do Tuesday because of the holidays. Yeah, the so... holy days. The holy only days. our Patre- only our Patreon members got to hear us live when we recorded it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh God! And to those uh, folks that are on the seven ninety nine ninety nine tier, the handful of y'all uh, that got to spend the holidays with us on the live stream uh you know kudos three different feeds um yeah the patreon tier we weren't interacting with with each other we were just just my dad on all platforms Uh, that was that was a good that was a good gag i liked that part i liked that part plus i got to like you know do dirty things while the camera wasn't on me for a little bit that was good got to relieve yeah yeah they felt good yeah (laughs) that was that was fun man oh that was was fun that's crazy and that yeah but it, that uh orange um, cassidy so happy main event though <laughs> young bucks and key uh, it was death triangle versus the elite it was yeah yeah that's, that's who wrestled they did it they did the trios this Again. is the third match the third match the third Again. match I really thought the Death Triangle was going to win, and they were going to go up three zero, so the Bucks can come back and win. Thank God, no matter what, we're going to seven. Yeah, yeah, we're going to seven. Can they just make it a tornado match? Right. The stip should have changed and got crazier and crazier, and they literally should have had the first like three as submission match, pinfalls only, and then just gotten crazier and crazier as they go. Tornadoes. Add ladders, blah, blah, blah. And the final one is the cage match or some shit again. The final yeah. one should be a ladder match. Should be, or a cage match again, since they excel at those together. Or a cage ladder match. Do something zany. Yeah, a ladder match with all three belts. First team to get two of the three wins. Yeah. Now, like, yeah that yeah, could be fun. I don't think off. that's ever been done before. Unless they've done it in Japan or something. I mean, there's no reason to put him in a cage because really the outside interference isn't. TNA did it. TNA did three belts. Three belts Best hanging, three. and you grabbed a briefcase and it told you what belt you got. Yeah, I forget. It was all three of their belts. Well, that's... oh, well, that's that's different though. That's not just having all three belts up there, and whoever gets the first two wins. It's, it's TNA, so of course. <laughs> TNA, TNA. There's a reason it's not well known. But He's gonna open the briefcase and oh my god, it's Jeff Jarrett inside. Like what something happens. Somebody got a random belt. Anyway, they need to do more with the outsider interference. I think a little bit for them to do a cage match. Yeah, like Alex Abrahantes and uh, what's his face from the Elite. But I mean, they don't give a fuck about Brandon Cutler. A cage no. for them isn't to keep people out. It's to jump off of and do cool shit and cool spots off of. Yeah. That's that's yeah. their mindset. Like, Cages almost make their matches better because they either win by going outside or everything stays inside and they do cool shit inside. It's true. But they can do like a War Games cage where it's covered at the top. Like a like that's Hell in a Cell. Hell in a Cell. Yeah. Do sure. something like yeah. that. But yeah. they, need to, they need to up the ante because... For me, I'm just like, oh, okay. There was it's been too the same much three going matches. on the entire time that the camera couldn't catch. Yeah, yeah. And I love my flippy chaos is everywhere. Yeah, 
I love my flippy shit, but I want to see it. I don't want to see someone go out and just like, oh, he jumped out of the ring, but the camera is somewhere else. And that's what we got a lot with that match. Sometimes their camera work is uh, no good in AEW. Whoever's calling the switches does not do a good job. Well, not even that. There was just too much going on. And the camera was too focused. That's in. what I mean. That's when you go to the hard cam that focuses on the mo- like the most. Or but even the hard cam wasn't focused out. It was in a lot of the times for that match. You do get a lot of like static hard cam, and then like you get to see the guy do the running start and then dive out of the ring. But you don't. They don't always follow him, and you get like the delay. Like yeah. you see him go off the screen, and then it cuts to the collision. Kind of like, oh, okay. Yeah, we had a lot of that in this match, and it just, yeah, it. <sighs> Plus, I, I, I don't need more matches like this. I don't need, I want a trios division. I don't want two teams being the division. Yeah, we don't even have a trios division anymore. It doesn't even exist because you only have spot for one fucking trios match to focus on. And guess what? It's just these two teams now. For It's not seven weeks in a row because we're off next week from it for some reason. Joyous. What? And, you know, and it doesn't help when, like, both teams kind of do this and, you know, the, the elite always do this. So when they're wrestling each other it's this always but like a best of seven between two teams whose wrestling philosophy is fuck it let's do the wrestlemania blow off match every time we're out there (laughs) it's just exhausting like it's that's supposed to be like a once a year kind of crazy throw the rules out the window just everybody do their shit work rate is crazy and it's just chaotic but it's cathartic and you're there for the spectacle they do that every night And like one way to look at it is, wow, you guys did it. You did the best. The other way to look at it is there's a reason you don't do your finishing move at the beginning of the match and then 20 more times, even though it's the best move. Like, I mean, I'll be honest. I skipped halfway through this match. Yeah, I fast forwarded it. I really did. And I usually don't do that. You know, I just, just as I was watching, I'm like, I've already seen this. Like, why do we keep doing this over and over and over again? Four more times. <sighs> Probably. And then it gets jump-started uh, while Death Triangle's coming out. Like, they don't even get to the ring. It's just like, all right, yeah. so we're going to get chaos from the jump. Every one of them's chaos, and we're not even going to, like, start. We're just going to abandon the whole concept of uh, this is a tag trios match. Now, honestly, like, I didn't know who okay. was... It doesn't Legal. matter when yeah, it was it when matter. the pin happened. Matter. Yeah. Oh, and the like... pin, the finish. God, that's that's the other thing. Like these guys will deliver moves that would finish most of the other matches that you saw on the show, and they'll they'll do it ten or fifteen spots. Just crazy, beautiful looking things that normally would finish a match or damn near finish a match. But then guys just get up if they do sell, they they recover instantly. They're running around, they're taking move after move, and now. In this match, what finishes it is a buck. Was it Matt Jackson getting his knees up on Pac's black arrow? Yep. And Pac just sold it like death. Like, wait, wait really? Did. That's what? That was so bad. 
You're like normally the beat up oh. guy because the buck was selling like death before that would get Pop the knees up strong and the then they'd, time. They'd, yeah they'd both lay there for a minute it'd give the the other guy a chance to recover slightly no this just this led to a pin <laughs> so was, i mean like wow horrible that after all of this that's your finish and they did a cool thing where kenny went from being held out to holding uh to holding a penta from yeah. breaking it up that was cool like that was well executed that was but different again stuff like, like that's just so out of place when everything else is zany cartoonish and then yeah. getting knees up ends a match i don't know if i've seen that before and to see it in that context is like that's really silly he got that surprise roll up on him <laughs> it wasn't even... he got his surprise knees up on him yeah like, what the... yeah, yeah i didn't care much for that at all well like i said i fast forward through a lot of the match because you couldn't see most of it and it was the same match we've had yeah i totally did think the rock the other team was gonna win though i totally thought the bucks or uh death triangle was gonna win and go up 3-0 so the bucks would win the next four in a row that would have just been horrible but that would be something they would do Yes, so it thank, would be, but it was goodness. Thankfully, it didn't happen. That either indicates it's not completely up to them, or it indicates that not even they are that self-indulgent. So either way, it's a good thing. Yeah, we may have more going with it too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, here's hoping. Here's hoping they pull it off. But I, I don't know. I, I like the suggestion of making each one a stipulation or making each one a different but- flavor, at least. That would have been so much better, even if they were just change it small. up. Yeah, yeah. Because where's the feud? The feud's just in the ring, right? Uh, yeah, the feud is just in the ring, basically. And then the other element of the feud and the other stories, which has basically been the hammers, and then the whole kind of like dissatisfaction in Death Triangle a little bit. The whole uh going heel, being going face. the face yeah. yeah like penta the devil not the penta the guy in the middle and then the devil pock and the angel but i mean that kind of all got fucked up too because phoenix like, went they, from using the hammer to like stopping penta from using the hammer the next but then match. ray using the like, hammer yeah. and not wanting to use the hammer yeah, like, it's just it, okay they didn't touch on any of that in the match. The crowd didn't keep up the CM Punk or fuck CM Punk intrigue. The crowd was just kind of, I don't know, not not the best crowd for that show. It yeah, it's Indianapolis. Like, yeah, it was really. indie. That's right. God, it would have been a good opportunity for us to uh, go and be really loud though and obnoxious. I I I thought about going. If we didn't go in Chicago last week. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But for me, it's a lot quicker to go to Indianapolis than Chicago. Truche. It's like an hour and a half. But I was, because I was thinking, like, man, I could go. Then I didn't. Because I didn't want to sit through Rampage and drive home at midnight and go to bed at two o'clock in the morning. But that's my. This is Rampage. And that was dynamite. So good show, though. I think we all agree that was that was a good. Oh, show. I enjoyed it. Yeah. I really did. I was really impressed with it. I expected a lot less than what I got. 
Yeah, happy with that first hour for sure. The start of the second fell flat, but the Bucks match, it's still Kenny Omega and Penta and real fun to watch, even though I roll my eyes at it because it's the same thing I'm mad at. Hour two started with MJF, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was the end of segment one. No. no. It was a mix of both. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. But everything after that was definitely inferior than the first bit, for sure. Yeah. Hey, well, at least there was more than one w- woman's segment. There was three, so. <laughs> and we yeah. got Bow Wow. We the got only thing I didn't like Bow was wow. the... Her celebration sucked. <laughs> I, I so much wait were you doing a bit when you were sad there was no cake and juice no oh i thought you were doing a bit that's so no. cute that's amazing no wow like how are you gonna have a celebration all you have is a table with some fucking balloons you, you are that that kid in the south park movie who's like is there punch and pie you said that there'd be punch and pie like why and, wouldn't there be fuck you scott milkinson or why why did none of her baddies give her gifts? <laughs> because they're not signed to contracts and they have to stay ringside. <laughs> uh red velvet's a baddie. Yeah, I know. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. No, I was I was legit like I'm like this was the worst thing that I saw in the Bow Wow like pre-recorded video that came on. Yeah, that, that part uh, didn't work for me. It did not work for me. Other than that, I liked the show a lot. They should have had like a more charismatic and amazing uh, rapper instead of Bow Wow. Yeah. Someone like... Uh, hmm. Yay? Yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Breaking news, AEW removed from the air by TBS. <laughs> Vince McMahon would see it and be like, my God. We're getting them and we're pairing them with Gunther. Sign them up. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, that's what... <laughs> Good thing Vince isn't around anymore. <laughs> uh, breaking news. Uh, also, rest in peace, Vincent Kennedy McMahon. That's oh, yeah. just in case he does pass away in the next few days before this oh. is posted. So we can be like, uh, we broke the news. We were first. That's how that works, I think. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. <laughs> um, we got some other stuff to talk about, though. We're gonna go on a little long. You boys willing to go a little loose and long? You Eastern time zoners, it's probably up to you because it's it's a little more wiggly time wise over there. I mean, I'm I don't work tomorrow. Oh, so I can keep okay. going. Can we we can pause this anyway because we're either gonna uh, can we just we can stop? Can we do an outro and then we've already been recording for like an hour and a half. We could. So oh, if we, we do an outro, we and, can we can cover. We can call it. Oh, you don't want to do the. Yeah. Uh, top no, events? I'm saying next next week we can do three top the three pay per views or whatever and and like the five belts because that'll be easy for us to go over. All of us can think of belts. We can just do two topics next week. Well, we don't have uh, to do two topics. We can't. We don't have time for two topics. We get kind of into dynamite. Well, yeah. we'll make sure we don't spend an hour and a half on dynamite so we can cover our. The topic. solution to not being able to go over one topic this week isn't to try to do two next week. That seems silly. Yeah, no, that's fine. Then we can just do the one next week. But yeah, we talked a lot because we had two 
two and a half shows to recap. Well, what so. do you got to do? You got stuff going? You got a hot date tonight? I, I need to not be sitting in this chair. Oh. I need to be flat. I'm pretty, I'm pretty, pretty beat. Well, right. what we're going to do next week, we're going to go over our top three pay-per-view or and or live events that we were going to do this week. We just didn't have the time for it. And then, right. then we'll go over the belt thing. We'll talk about the belt thing. I don't know if we're going to... I mean, No, we're going to pick one. What's it going to be? Our favorite belts ever or our top events ever? Oh, no, I meant we're going to go back to the subject of, like, are we going to do the top we, belt thing? We can we can consensus do top belts next week if we want. I don't care if we change the subject. <laughs> Stop changing the subject. The more interesting subjects subject. are sometimes the better ones. It's fine. We'll revisit a, a, the, the shows when we have more. I would rather do, like, top pay-per-view or live events. Because I was really excited to talk about them this week. Well, let's do that. Yeah, yeah, no, we'll do that next week. We can do that that means week. there's no homework because we've already done it. Yeah, there's a fun face right there. Oh Too yeah, bad you guys uh, don't have the Patreon. Any of you suckers, just in case this thing makes it in, you suckers. All the listeners of Springfield are suckers. You suckers and that Satters. Yeah. <laughs> Why? Yeah, Satters? you suckers, Antonio Brown said. <laughs> Yay, suckers. Yay, suckers, Antonio Brown. That's sad. (laughs) Yeah. We got to trademark that. Already done. I really hope this recording goes through. I saw where they're saved on the computer, so. And if it doesn't go through, we're just going to have to, uh, I don't know, come up with a cover story. If it doesn't go through, I saw a great time tonight, guys. (laughs) Yeah, that's the point, right? (laughs) Yeah, like <laughs> that is the point. That's why we do this. So when we're old, we have a memory of it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's not for anyone else. It's for us. Just for us. We just happen to upload it to our subscribers. <laughs> Everyone else is in our world at this point. Patreon only fan tube. <laughs> Did you? Are you on the beta for that? Who? Uh, the alpha. Are are. Really? Yeah. If it's on the alpha instead of the beta, why are you always touching your dick? Oh, well, that's the sigma. Oh, oh that's the schmegma. That's it. That's the sigma plan. Mm, uh, the Santorum. Next to the ligma plan. The smelly jelly. The anaerium. The, oh, I love the anaerium. The anaerium. <laughs> Big fan of that. <laughs> love shopping at the anaerium gift shop, too. Lots of good deals there. Stickers. Planets. But you know what? And this is the real thing people don't talk about. The real reason that scientists murked Pluto some years back was so anaerium gift shops could save money on all the uh, planets of the solar system merch. Because now they don't have to make Pluto anymore. Think of all the money, all the anaerium. That's why the anaerium scientists murked pluto that's why we don't have nine planets anymore to save on merchandise a lot of people don't know that you don't get that kind of info from the uh mainstream media no you need to listen to our podcast to get the skinny on planetarium gift shops that's just Mm -hmm. fact 
the truth. And nothing the but truth. the truth. No, the truth is the truth. The truth is the... <gasps> You're right. Wow. Jeez. Just think of all the knowledge we've delivered to the masses today. I, I love that Matt Hart, Hardy got me onto that one. Was that a Matt Hardy thing? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so you made yours wrestling related, but fitting perfectly. That's great. Well, that's what we do. It's what we do. And that's we do it tradition. each and every week. Here on the YSATS Podcast Network. Like Brought the video. to you by oh. Slur Lights. Slur, slur Lights. Slur Lights. And League of Legends. And League of Legends. And two Coors Lattes. Shadow Raid Legends. Shadow League Raids Le- Legends. League of, uh, League of Legends. Oh, they wanted us to pitch the new blind pack League of Legends surprise dolls. Uh, so yeah, you buy your uh, League of Legends surprise dolls, and, and we stand, we stand BTS. And what what games BTS. will you guys be playing? Is later BTS that K-pop? Is that the K-pop? Yes, they are the greatest thing in the world. Uh, okay, and and, and Jack Sky, what'd you ask? What games are we playing? What games are we playing for the rest of the week? Oh, we should have a video game podcast. That'd be oh, great. We can, we can do a Twitch thing at some point. Uh. So, uh, I'm playing this game called uh, Rogue Legacy 2. Nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. TK, what you playing? Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Which yeah. one? I mean, not a video game. That's the only game I play is Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Well, we should do a board game and tabletop game podcast, too. We could do that, too. We truly could have a YSATS podcasting network, you guys. We yeah. actually could. Like, I'm going to talk about so many things. I'm going to turn my Twitch channel into a YSATS channel Zoom. at some point. Do it, man. That'd be awesome. Brittany, my wife. Very nice. Yeah, my wife. <laughs> oh, we're going to get tons of subscribers now. She wants, she wants to take over the Instagram account, and I kind of want her to. <laughs> Well, she doesn't want to. She offered to help with it. So I'm just like, yeah, you can do that. And my, oh, yeah. my, first, my first wife, also named Brittany, she uh, she wants us to as well. You got married? Yep. TK? My second my second wife's name is Jessie. And uh, my third oh. wife's name is Matt. And my fourth wife's name is Mox Ohio. Well, what I'm going to be playing for the, for the foreseeable future until Dragon Quest Treasures comes out is Pokemon Violet. Violet. So what do you have to say about the reports of uh, performance issues and in in general uh, non-optimized programming in the game? The Pokemon game? Yeah, in the Pokemon game. It takes nothing away from the gameplay and the enjoyment of playing the game. It didn't bother you? Not at all. I I noticed it. The soundtrack, the music is on point. It's what I want. Nice. Oh. oh, I get to catch Pokemon and level them up and evolve them? Cool. That's what I want in the game. Oh, yeah. There's some little graphic error where I can sometimes see beneath the ground, but it doesn't stay there the whole time. Yeah, there might be some lag in the game. Okay. 
Does it take away my enjoyment? No. Anyone That's who good. anyone who like really berates the game and like goes after it, I think is just being nitpicky. Because the game is playable and it's fun if you enjoy it. No, you're playing mostly in handheld mode? No. Mostly docked? All docked. Have you tried it in handheld? Maybe it's worse in handheld mode. It's actually better in handheld mode. Is it? Yeah. Wow, that's weird. It's supposedly worse than docked from what people have said, but I play on a small 24-inch TV. Like, I'm not playing on a 4K. Oh, okay. That probably helps, television. But that's what I play all my Switch games on. Makes sense. Makes sense. When I played at Thanksgiving with my cousin, I was playing handheld because I brought that with. And, yeah, it was good. I think people just are being really nitpicky. I mean, I understand with the way games are now. Like, you expect what you expect. But if you like Pokemon, you like playing the games, you're actually going to like the game. It's kind of got that curse of being, especially for Nintendo, or in this case, Game Freak, uh, titles. Like, they don't usually do two different generations on the same hardware. Mm -hmm. So that is going to be noticeable, too. You're trying to make the game bigger than the last one and more impressive than the last one, but you're you're on aging hardware at this point. And, uh, yeah. Arceus kind of had the same look and feel. Nobody said anything bad about that one. Yeah, the expectations probably weren't as high for the spinoff, though, right? I guess not. But mm-hmm. Arceus was not like a regular Pokemon mm-hmm. game. No, it was a different. It was a different thing. A total spinoff, yeah. Yeah, but nobody Speaking of uh, spinoffs. I, I for this holiday. Now that it's on Black Friday sale, I'm going to be trying that stupid ass uh, Dark Souls Light Final Fantasy game. Oh, you got it. Called? Yeah, yeah, for Christmas, yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to try that one. That'll Maybe be on our Sats channel on Twitch. Oh, baby. Uh, I mean, you can do PS5 through Twitch, right? Yeah. Oh, you can stream baby. it directly from the PS5. Sweet, sweet. Okay, that, that could yeah. be possible. Get some of that in. We're going to get our Sats channel on Twitch up. If you'll watch us rage quit on Magic Gathering arena oh i don't know if that's gonna be appropriate for consumption uh, i don't know uh brothers war man that's been a crazy set a lot of a lot of close game it's a wacky set the meta is like come through the limited meta and now like everybody knows what's good and i i love the first couple of weeks because it seems more like well it's up to you to figure out what's good and it's just more random and you run into more people that are just like that's bad dude but a couple <laughs> weeks in it's mostly more hardcore or regular players and people know the good tricks and everything so it kind of balances out more uh and it's a it's a decent format it's pretty good uh at this time i want to thank everyone for listening if you made it to the end of this rambling if any of this is even still in the final edit phil do your job cut everything keep it all Everything I want to hear, uh, why sets wrestling podcast? Now and then the outro. 
everything else cut. <laughs> the podcast is 48 seconds yes. long. Yes. Efficient. We get in, it's just, we get it's out. Just, the podcast is an intro and outro and all the times you guys said the N-word. We didn't we really say said it. it like three times. Yeah, we did pretty good this all time. Right. And every time I say it, I'm punished enough by the voices in my head, the screams. Just your brother's... Okay, okay, Randy Orton. Just... But we are Y Sats in AEW podcast. And that's sad. And we want to thank you all for listening. Yeah. Follow us and subscribe, like, uh, share. Share. If you have grandparents, uh, play this to your grandparents in your most attractive outfit, play it for them. And they'll share it to their friends. And, you know, we're going places. Straight to the, straight to the straight moon. Straight to the moon.